below. I have a lead on the double zero vulnerability. Okay, meaning? A zero click, zero day vulnerability. I just got tired of saying both zero click and zero day. I like it. It's kind of James Bond. This is even lamer than your beer bear t-shirt. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. But listen, we may have a problem. My broker has only one double zero vulnerability available right now, and it only works with the four most recent versions of Mac OS. I don't know which version Andre uses. Well, I still have a dormant access to Wakefield City servers. Even though his machine isn't provided or managed by Wakefield, I can still see which operating system he's using when he connects to their infrastructure and network. That's IT management and BYOD 101. Cut to the chase. He needs a reply. All right, give me a minute. I just need to connect to Wakefield's infrastructure. Yep. There, he has the latest version of Mac OS. I'm messaging the broker now. One second. Really, John? Keyboard sounds? The deal is done. We've acquired the vulnerability. I'll see you in the morning. Just keep your dog out of the office, okay? I'm allergic. So, we had our plan. Dimitri dropped a very sizable six-figure sum on a zero-click, zero-day vulnerability. For those of you who aren't armchair hackers, let me explain just what the double zeros mean. First, let's start with the zero-day part. It's simple. It's a vulnerability that's still unknown to the security community, to the good guys. In other words, it's a vulnerability that hasn't been fixed. It's a hacker's dream, really. Researchers toil at their computers for days trying to find vulnerabilities in all sorts of software. When they discover these vulnerabilities, they sell them. Sometimes they sell them to the software manufacturers who offer cash and then fix these vulnerabilities so people like us can't exploit them. But sometimes you make a lot more money selling them on the dark web to the highest bidder. And that's where we bought ours, from a broker Dimitri had worked with when he was a zero-day researcher. The moment our payment went through, we acquired the exclusive rights to a software vulnerability no one knew existed to be exploited at will. We had a weapon without equal, our nuclear bomb. The challenge was we no longer controlled our timeline. Carl did. We had no idea how long we could keep him from flipping to the police. We had to strike now. So we needed something we were confident could work with the bare minimum of preparation. There was no time for social engineering or enumeration. No time to wait for our target to make a mistake. And that's where the other zero comes in. A zero-click vulnerability would compromise Andre's machine passively without any intervention or shaping operation. And now, we had ours. The double zero vulnerability Dimitri had purchased would exploit a feature in Andre's email client. See, anytime Andre gets an email with an image attachment... The system opens the image in the background, even if Andre's never opened the email or clicked the image himself. Believe it or not, this privacy feature aims to prevent email trackers from knowing when and where you engage with their emails. But it was vulnerable, and we were going to leverage it. The irony wasn't lost on me. Now, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of how the code for opening these images works, but let's just say it had a few cracks. 
And because we knew everything about our vulnerability, we could craft an image precisely shaped to spill through these cracks and into an executable memory space. And our malware dropper would fit right into those cracks. God damn, that was cool. And once you're in, it's just a bit of routine hacking. Our dropper would need a couple of seconds to download and install our malware, which would then call home and give us full control of Andre's system. Andre's email client would most likely crash in the process, but that was fine. I could picture Andre cursing and reopening it, not knowing that he'd given our malware the milliseconds it needed to delete our email. We'd be there, invisible, and Andre would think his email client was just having a moment. The best part? Andre himself had made the plan so simple. A few days before, he'd invited the fans of Wakefield City to send him feedback at a special email address, community at wakefieldcity.uk. Andre claimed he'd be reading the emails himself, so there was a good chance he was receiving these emails on his personal computer. We had no idea if this was true, but we knew that Andre liked to fashion himself as a hands-on owner. It was a giant leap of faith. I mean, what if Wakefield City's PR team was actually handling the emails and Andre was just trying to make himself look good? What if Andre got bored and lost interest in this new initiative? Okay, so maybe the plan had some gaps and more than a few assumptions and you know what they say about assuming and blah, yada, yada. But if our plan worked, maybe, maybe we could find proof that Andre still controlled Electronica that he was the crime boss Dimitri said he was. Then we'd leverage our existing access within Wakefield City servers to move laterally to their stadium display systems. We'd show the entire world the proof that Andre controlled Electronica, all on the Wakefield City scoreboard, and tell the world we wanted to make a deal for ourselves, for Carl, for all the people Andre had hurt. If it didn't work, well... I didn't have time to consider that. All I knew was that there's no such thing as a perfect plan. Hey. Come in. Welcome to my home. I won't give you the tour since you already took it yourself. Have you... (coughs) Talked to Carl? Not today, but he knows we're on it. (coughs) If Electronica doesn't kill me, your dog will. (sighs) You can set your computer over there. I cleared a space for you. (sighs) You're so considerate. Enjoy the window view. I'll just stare at rows of old video game cartridges. I assume you know the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> yeah, we're all set. Okay, let's get started. Hey, are you going to rib it anytime soon? You heard that, didn't you? <laughs> yep. 
How embarrassing. I truly was compromised. I swallowed my frog when I opened the door for you. Now everything we do is important. I'm sending our forged image now to community at wakefieldcity.uk. Once it's processed by the email client on their end, we'll be inside. Should just be a few moments. You want a coffee? Oh, uh, no. I brought my own things. That's mildly insulting. Well, forgive me if I don't accept drinks from someone who's been blackmailing me for over a year. <laughs> We're in. <sighs> Looks like we have access to three computers. They're all members of the Wakefield City PR team. Are you sure he's using the native email application? It's the only way this exploit's going to work. Yes, I am sure. We talked about this already. I don't like it. It's Andre. Little bit of lag, that's all. We're in his systems. We're on his computer. Oh, chill out, man. 34 hours to go. Yep. And now the real work begins. We just need to find something, anything, enough. And let's get to work. More self-dealing. Looks like Andre sent a news story to someone about the Port of Valencia protest. Apparently the protesters are lazy animals. Ooh, and he wasn't happy about the HCV orca getting stuck in the Suez Canal. But that doesn't prove anything. He has financial interest in the boat. He has a lot of businesses located in tax havens, too. Which isn't a crime. It's just so shitty. And he sent a lot of emails to someone named Victoria Water Street at Brashear Construction. Yeah, that's that woman I tried to socially engineer. She's a junior accountant at one of his construction firms. She told me off. I just asked her about dinner reservations, construction project, the Wakefield City Stadium renovations. And he sends her the cowboy emoji a lot. I mean, they're close, but that doesn't mean anything. But nothing about Electronica, nor any of Electronica's operations. Nothing about disinformation campaigns in South America. Or the ransomware attack on the Indian manufacturing facility. Or anything. Beyond just gossip and business. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. There's nothing here. spent four hours in his systems and emails. We've had access to everything he does. Everything related to his businesses, his personal investments, his private life. The only thing we know is that he's a self-dealing prick who has trouble paying his taxes. That is hardly the bombshell we can leverage to strike a deal with law enforcement. At the very least, he is careful. But... But? But maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I've written us a death sentence. Oh, shit. Carl, I'm putting you on speaker. Dima. The police want to talk to me tomorrow. They've asked me to come in tomorrow afternoon. Listen, don't go to the cops. We're working on something. Alice? The girl's with you, Dima? Clearly. Well, uh, what's your brilliant plan? We're working on it. I don't like to hear we're working on it. 
And I especially don't want to hear it from you. Carl, we're going to get you out of this, okay? Tomorrow afternoon, we'll give you the signal. Dima, why is she doing all the talking? How do you even know you can trust her, huh? What if she's trying to screw us both over? She's hacked both of us. I trust her, Carl. I trust her. I will try to delay this next meeting with the police, but I can make no guarantees. Baka. Drug. Goodbye. He didn't sound great. And you're being really, really quiet. We have to figure this out. You could have talked more. I thought it would be helpful to hear it from you. I mean, I hacked him. I'm hardly his confidant. Honestly, I'm still surprised you're loyal to anyone like you are to Carl. My family, Carl, and his family. They're all I have. And I don't know what to do next. Well... Look, if you're trying to throw a pity party, I'm not going as your plus one. So, we have to figure this out, okay? I mean, I don't even have time to feel sorry for myself. I'm sure as hell never going to feel sorry for you, so... I didn't ask you to. <clears throat> okay, maybe we're not looking at the right target. What do you mean, Andre is the target? Yeah, but... <sighs> Think about it. We're not the first people to try to take Andre down. Someone like him is bound to have enemies. And if he's been in control of Electronica for 20 years, then his cyber defenses are top-notch. He's careful. He's like a weird dude, but he's careful. It's not only technical security systems I'm talking about. If you're right about Andre and Electronica, he probably uses all kinds of online and offline channels to send his orders. I mean, he might even relay some of those messages through Fall Guys. And he probably uses fragmented storage locations, if he even keeps digital records. No, no, no. He would have to coordinate Electronica's operations with his actual business interests. Look at the factory in India. A few months after their ransomware attack, the price tanked, and one of Andre's businesses purchased it. Same thing with the elections in South America. He installs his preferred candidate, and two years later, his businesses get scores of mineral rights. Andre is the common denominator. Right. Okay, so we're attempting a heist, and we don't even know if Andre has a vault. Like I said, there's no way his communications are centralized in just one place. You're making this sound like good news, Alice. Wait, just let me finish. Oh, God, how did I miss this? Miss what? <gasps> what? Okay, there's another target. We've been focusing all this time on Andre. But where is he most vulnerable? Where is he most comfortable? His yacht? Victoria Water Street. Andre's corporate pen pal. She's his second-in-command, or at least a highly trusted confidant. It makes sense. You think it makes sense. Listen to me. She could be his Alice, his Able Ten, someone looking for an escape. <laughs> it's wishful thinking. What? Who would have a stronger incentive to record and store everything she knows about Andre's operations, just in case she needed an insurance policy? It's a hunch at best, Alice. No, it's more than that. 
Okay, I targeted her for social engineering after Andre sent her a spreadsheet of all his holdings, then proceeded to delete said email. Maybe it was an honest mistake, or maybe he meant to send it to Victoria another way, through some encrypted messaging app. When I called her, there was something about the way she tried to sniff me out. It was just... Tell me, Helen, I'd love to stop by and have a couple with you to discuss this. Are you working in the open office overlooking the pitch, or are you in the annex? Uh, well, I've got a clear view of the pitch right now. Just wish it was a touch quieter. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hello? There is no annex, and there is no office overlooking the pitch at all. Much less an open office. I see why you kept that story to yourself. That's embarrassing. Hey, I'm saving your ass right now, so chill, okay? My point is, she knew exactly what to ask. She's watching her back, Dimitri. She's watching her back because she knows Andre through and through. She's our common denominator. He's comfortable with her. And if what you taught me is true, she's where he's most vulnerable. By the way, she uses a Mac. Unfortunately, I don't have time for formalities, Helen. I have a Sunday roast buffet on my desk today, and my MacBook has decided it would like to take the day off. So, let's get to it. She may or may not be using the native email app, but it's worth a try. I say we send her our double zero image and see what we get. I don't think we have a choice. Who's sending the email, you or me? I'll do it. Okay. Okay, and the email is ready with our false image. I'm sending it to Victoria now. (sighs) Come on. Yes! We are in, but there is a long way to go till we can celebrate. I'm going through her files now. Same. Nothing unexpected. Patience. We've been here for like 30 seconds. Wait, I think I found something. Yeah? Look in her Dropbox folder. Oh my god, she has a crypto vault. A password-protected storage file that only she can access. And it's called Sunday Roast Buffet. I'm betting she can serve up quite a few secrets about Andre. That's it, Dimitri. It's gotta be it. Yes, give me a second here. That's a Veracrypt file. We won't be able to crack it. Nobody can. The file's a gigabyte. Something that big has to have more than just documents. We're talking photos, videos. An entire Sunday roast buffet with all the fix-ins. But maybe we don't need to crack the safe. Our malware has a keylogger. We just need to have her open it so we can get the vault password. Then we can open the file ourselves. I'm setting an alert for the malware to call home when she logs into her crypto vault, and I'm downloading a copy of the vault. I mean, we can take a few more minutes to look through her systems, but I have a feeling this is what we're looking for. There's gotta be something we can do to force her to open the crypto vault. I don't think so. Oh, it's easy. We can send an email from Andre's computer. We just have to doctor it to make it- And you don't think she'd see through that? We know now that Andre doesn't send anything incriminating through his work accounts. (sighs) Got another idea? You said it yourself. Victoria Water Street sniffed you out pretty easily when you tried to socially engineer her. We have to wait. You've had a lot of good ideas today, but this isn't one of them. 
for now, patience, like you said. No, 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 no. Oh, God. This is the biggest moment of our lives, and we've been playing Bubble Bobble for the last hour. You know, Alice, the fact that you appreciate old-school games is one of your redeeming qualities. I don't play anything made after 2008. Bubble Bobble isn't old-school. It's eternal. Exactly. Wait, you mean you've never played Warzone? I don't like shooting at people while listening to a nine-year-old insult my mother. Ha! <laughs> So you have played. <laughs> Just enough to know it's not my thing. But my son enjoys it. Must be an age thing. Is there anyone else we could shoot an email to? No. Victoria Water Street is our only lead. This is driving me insane. Warzone could help you blow off some steam. Just saying. No, thank you. Wow. I bet you're really fun to talk about music with, too. Oh, my God. That's the malware. She's accessing the crypto vault. We have her credentials. <laughs> I'm about to log in. And... Oh my god. It's a collection of communications she's had with Andre. All triaged, neatly sorted. Videos, call recordings, emails, contracts, data dumps. Set the ransom at three million. Why have they that no good politician? He doesn't transfer the money into Victoria. What have I done? We're not telling me what I can and cannot do. I have that climate change idiot. Remember, Victoria, I made you, and I can end you too. She's got everything. These are photos of self-destructing messages on Signal and Telegram. She didn't screenshot them, she took photos. This is all premeditated. She's scared shitless. Here's an email from Andre. Instructions for those climate change activists to send ransom money to Electronica. And remember when he stole the crypto holdings of their founder? He's literally telling Victoria to launder that money. And these folders here, they're all related to the ransomware operation at the Indian factory. Oh, this one details the disinformation campaign in South America. There are hundreds of folders. Alice, this is it. This is everything. It's like, I want to give you a high five, but playing video games was enough. Okay, this is awkward. Yeah, it is. I'll let Carl know we're good for tomorrow. And I'm just gonna go get some sleep. I'd ask you to stay for dinner, but... No, but thanks for being polite for a change. <clears throat> I guess I'll just see you in the morning? Yeah. Okay. It's all happening tomorrow. Yeah. It is. It is. You have four new voice messages. To play your messages, press one. Alice, Beth here. How's my favorite expat? I just wanted to thank you for the housewarming gifts. 
These candles smell divine. And Maddie loves them. So thank you. God, I gotta say, getting back with her is the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> uh, how's Europe, by the way? I haven't heard from you in months. Give me a ring. Next message. It's Ryan, your favorite brother and your only brother. Listen, Alice, I'm gonna make this quick. I... I can't decide which color my cummerbund should be. I, I, I know it should be green, but all, all these shades of green are really starting to look alike. I really need your help. It, it's the little details that are going to make this wedding special, and if I don't get this right, everything could be ruined. I, I can't let Natalia down. Call me back ASAP, please. Next message. It's Arthur. Uh, just slumming it in Lake Placid, here as always. I, I was thinking we should schedule another virtual coffee sometime. Because uh, I'm getting... I'm getting really worried about you, and I can sense something. Something in the mycelial network that connects us all. And Even though you are in the birthplace of socialism, I sense you're in grave danger. Grave danger. Or maybe I mixed up my magic mushrooms with the grocery store ones. Oh, I definitely did that. Oh, boy. No, I'm feeling it now. Yeah, they are. Oh, I'm riding it. Oh, this is going to be a long night. Oh, boy. End of messages. <laughs> oh, boy, indeed, Arthur. You have no idea how right you are. Hey Siri, open voice recorder. Hi, it's me, Alice Mitnick, aka Abel10. It's been a while. The last time I left a message like this was. Ooh, hold on, I'm gonna have to Google this. 413 days. Jesus. It's been 413 days since my life changed forever. Since I was in a car crash that took me half a year to recover from. Since I lost my best friend, Jeannie. My freedom. My ability to walk. Well, at least that part came back. Tomorrow, everything changes. And I'll be out. Forever. Oh, jeez. I should call everyone back. Okay. First, I eat my frog. <gasps> hey, this is Caden, Daniel's cousin, and I've got a survey question for you. Should Daniel become a digital nomad and travel around the U.S. with me in a camper van? Leave a message if the answer is yes. Hang up, and you're dead to me. Hey, Jeannie. Uh, I'm assuming you'll never hear this anyway, because you probably have my number blocked. But... <laughs> you know what, I was going to say something else, but... Now, I can't stop thinking about Caden's survey question. Um... And all I've got to say is, yes, just go be a digital nomad. Travel around with Caden. 
get out of your comfort zone. Go snowboarding or mountain biking or whatever you're into now. Maybe you guys can call your van the magic lamp or something. I don't know. Uh, but seriously, I think you should do it. Because you never know what's going to come your way tomorrow. You never know. Or if tomorrow will even come. <laughs> anyway, this is the last message I'll ever leave you. But I hope that you have the most amazing adventure. Bye. Okay, who else? Mm, hey Siri, call Ryan. Alice, oh, thank God. Did you get my message about the cummerbunds? Yeah, but I can't help you unless I... Hey, hey listen, Ryan, I, I just gotta tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna send you pictures of it, but I gotta warn you, they're all just different shades of green, and I can't figure out which shade of green says Ryan Talia. Ryan, I... Wait, Ryan Talia? Yeah, that's our couple name. Ryan and Talia, it's gonna be a hashtag for our wedding. Oh my God, you don't like it. <laughs> oh god ryan you're adorable tell me more about the cummerbunds okay okay so we got olive green and this one i i think i just call it green green and this is irish green and then there's like this The Hacker Chronicles, presented by Tenable. Learn more at tenable.com slash Alice. Starring Michael C. Hall as John Doe and Chloe Taylor as Alice. Executive produced by Michael C. Hall, Jerome Robert, Skylar Shemansky, and Ian Faison. Directed by Rex New. Written for audio by Rex New. Jerome Robert, and Skylar Shemansky. Story based on the novella, The Hacker Chronicles, created by Jerome Robert and written by Skylar Shemansky. With Zach Lazar Hoffman as Carl, Paul Koltofianu as Andre Novikov, Douglas Thornton as Arthur, Jimmy Yamaguchi as Ryan, Jazz Zapatos as Victoria Waterstreet, Natalie Rarick as Beth, Rex New as Caden. The Hacker Chronicles is produced by Caspian Studios. Produced by Taylor Brim and Rex New. Produced by Dane Eckerly. Supervising creative producer is Landon Pontius. Sound design and mixing by Dan Scott and Zach Dingman. The associate producer is Mark Wolf Roberts. Dialogue editing by Nick Canepa and Scott Goodrich. Production support by S.J. Nichols, Bradley Glansrock, John Libby, and Danny Goddard. Marketing support from Dino Pasolich. Kyle Ruska, Dylan Langless, and Rockable. Additional production support provided by Echo Mountain Studios. Learn more at tenable.com slash Alice.